It's outside the box, getting to the root. Today's topic is Origins 2, Racism. In a previous Outside the Box, I described the origins of gender differences and the sexism, second-class treatment of women that resulted. I had an equal curiosity about where skin color dis- distinctions began and how they resulted in racism. The second-class treatment of people usually with dark, darker skins by those with lighter ones. Thanks to Ibram X. Kendi, who's done a history of racism, primarily in the U.S., but going back several thousand years, I got a thumbnail sketch. Candy described the origins in a weighty, 500-plus pages, book called Stamped from the Beginning. Let me preface that history by saying there is no biological construct based on race. It is entirely a societal creation by light-skinned people. A dark-skinned person from Nigeria is just as likely to have a similar set of DNA to someone of Swedish heritage as they are with someone else from the same Nigerian community. Skin color, like height and weight, body shape, hair and eye color, and other physical features, varies based on geography and environment. All humans, Homo sapiens, originated in Africa about 50,000 years ago. We are all siblings, going far enough back into the past. Yet, after people settled into stationary communities and started practicing agriculture, humans began to more intentionally distinguish between friends and enemies, superiors and inferiors, and to do so partly by physical appearance. According to Kendi, the first historical mention of one group declaring itself different based on skin color came from the Greek philosopher and scientist Aristotle about 2,300 years ago. Aristotle claimed that people who lived in temperate climates, like the Greeks, were intellectually, morally, and physically superior to those who lived in very hot or cold climates. Since the Greeks held slaves, usually having darker skins, this justified the practice. This is from Aristotle's writings via Kendi's book, quote, Humanity is divided into two, the masters and the slaves, end quote. Christianity added its voice to the justification of slavery as part of the human order ordained from above. Christians pointed to the Bible, Genesis 9, 18-29, where God cursed Canaan, the son of Ham, who is black, to be a perpetual slave. Many other passages in the Bible also referred to masters and darker-skinned slaves. When Europeans and North Africans began taking sub-Saharan Africans as slaves in the 14th and 15th centuries, writers such as Ibn Khaldun from Tunisia and Gomes Eames du Zurara of Portugal stepped up to justify the lucrative slave trading business, 
using either those biblical teachings or Aristotle's theories. Not everyone bought into the theory of masters and slaves. Bartolome de las Casas objected in the 1500s to the suffering and slavery of native people by Christopher Columbus and other Europeans in the Western Hemisphere. Some colonists in this country were also strong opponents of, North, of slavery and the racism that resulted. But the predominant attitude among white Europeans and, later, European Americans was that slavery and skin color distinctions were natural and acceptable. They quote-unquote invented races based on skin color and geography to be able to separate, in their judgments, superiors from inferiors. So it was easy for the Puritans in New England and Christian settlers in Virginia to extend slavery as a part of the religion, the economy, and the belief systems in, into North America. As a result of those early foundations, theories of skin color superiority and inferiority continue to this day, though they are being questioned and debunked more and more. What do you think in this early part of the 20th century about this origin of racism that is still so damaging to our society today? I'm Larry Danzinger, even more disgusted by racism after knowing its origins. <laughs>